And hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sci-Fi Watcher with our Doctor Who edition. Glad you can make it again. <clears throat> Excuse me. This week, as I lose my voice. Sorry, folks. Uh, I didn't make it to the Monday night standard edition of the podcast for Doctor Who, but had a migraine from heck. So we just decided to, we, as in me, decided to say, no, I'm not going to do it tonight. So I made sure to get here tonight on a Tuesday for you. Episode 196 of The Sci-Fi Watcher. Glad you could join me again. Keep saying it over and over, but I will say it every time because I'm glad you're here. So let's just get into it. <clears throat> All right, let's just get into it. Sorry, I don't know why my voice just started going. Oh, oh, suck, suck, suck. Let me get some water here. Hold on a sec. <clears throat> yeah, that's great for uh, nice podcasting. All right, this week's episode is called The Demons of the Punjab. Series 11, episode 6, November 11th, 2018. Vinay Patel wrote it, and Jamie Childs directed this. This was kind of a present-day story, but it was not. Of course, this was obviously a Yaz-centric story. Basically, let's go back and see the history behind Yaz's grandmother and how she met her grandfather. Yes, another historical adventure a la Rosa. Interesting that we find out about this watch. I was really excited to hear about this watch, the shattered shattered crystal in the watch. What's the hell's going on with this? Um, but this was a Yaz-centric episode again. Seems like the other companions get to the back burner. Feels like Yaz is rising to the surface to be the primary companion again. Uh, I don't know. It's just the second week in a row, last week with, uh, with the um, Saranga Conundrum. Is that what it's called? Sunanga? Ah, I don't know. Couldn't make an easier title. But anyway, it's just like last week's where Yaz is the main companion here. Pakistan is formed. We find out that Yaz's grandmother, uh, Usim, Usim, I got her name somewhere here. I'm sorry. Ah, Umbreen. Umbreen. Umbreen was the first woman married in Pakistan. So let's go find out more about her. And lo and behold, they show up the day before her wedding. And India is becoming two countries now. They're splitting up because of basically religious, a religious line is, is the reason behind it. But there's something weird going on with the doctor. We find out that there's aliens here. And just like it's been lately with all these other episodes, even though this isn't a Chris Chibnall one, the alien is just there for fun. I swear to God, I'm tired of this crap with these aliens. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're assassins and they're going to kill me. Oh, that's so cool. They look so cool. Then you find out that they're just... As uh, Graham put it, compassionate aliens. They're just there to to be with people when they die alone. And you find that out. It's just, uh, okay, I love the backstory of why they do that. But the fact that that's, that's the bad guy. There's no bad guy again. Why the hell is there no freaking bad guy again this week? I don't know. I, I did love the way they transported. The way the, the special effects with the transport where they kind of like like, I don't know what the heck it was like. Folk, it was like they they got like sucked in, like imploded, blurry, whatever. That was great. How they, how they, they were transmitted all over the place. And the transmat locks, where if you pass through them, that they, they would force you to the trans, to transport yourself away from something. So you can never get to it. I love how the doctor took those in the barn and hooked them up. So temporarily, the, these assassins, quote unquote, assassins couldn't come in and get to them. 
that was that was pretty cool too. I mean, there were a couple great things in here. Uh, the holy man gets killed. Who kills the holy man? It must be the aliens. Well, of course, it's not the aliens. We find out it, it, that it's uh, Prem, uh, who's or Prem, 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 who's supposed to marry uh, uh, Umbreen. Yeah, all of these names. <laughs> Preen, who's supposed to marry Umbreen. It's him that killed him because, oh, the people shouldn't marry across religions. <clears throat> I'm sorry about this. Uh, people shouldn't marry across religions and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, okay, that, that shocked me that he was the killer. But so disappointed that it was him. It's just, this thing fell apart again this week. You know, I mean, I don't know. It just really was, it was more like, let's find out what happens to... Yaz's grandmother, and let's throw some sci-fi elements into it, and that's about it. I mean, I mean, of course they they try to pull you in at the end with the heart, the heartfelt moments where you see all these these hologram heads or whatever, all the people that have died alone that these aliens have come to visit, and then cut to present day where Yaz is talking to her grandmother. She's like, did you really love Granddad? Oh, yes, I loved him. But you want to know the whole story? She's like, no, I don't want to know because, <laughs> hello, I've been there, but I'm not going to tell you that. So you get that heartfelt moment there. But it's just this formula. I'm getting tired of this formula, this let's go somewhere. Let's run into an alien. They're not bad guys. They're just, they're kind of this there. Let's, we don't have anybody to really fight. Let's just roam around. Hey, Yaz, you're the main companion again this week. Hey, uh, Ryan, Graham, you, you guys go you go sit in a corner over there because this is a Yaz story, okay? It just it's the same old thing. But I did like it was another historical adventure that yes, I learned something new, boys and girls. And just like Rosa, I got entertained and educated at the same time. Nothing was forced down my throat to be like, you need to learn this. Here's a fact for you. It's like no, that's cool. That's cool. I got to. I got to. I got to pick up on some new information. Uh, I was thinking Manish, which was the the guy who killed the uh, the holy man, who was basically a hole behind it all. And, and uh, I was surprised that he wasn't Yaz's grandfather. It just seemed like okay. That's the problem with these prequels. Is like a prequel or flashback. You know how it ends. We know that um, Prem isn't. Yaz's grandfather. So who is? Well, the only other guy that's about the same age is his brother, Manish. So it must be him. Well, of course, it's not him. But the, the weird thing was, and I was, I was checking this out on Reddit. Check us out on Reddit, too, by the way. I was checking this out on Reddit. Was uh, People are like, I thought that guy was two different people. The one with the glasses and the one without the glasses, they look like two different people. And you know what? And I'm looking back at it. It kind of looked like that, like near the end there when he had glasses on, seemed like his hair was done a little differently. He looked a little, a little bit older. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can kind of see that. But like, but this is a small cast of people. I don't know where you get that guy out of left field just like at this wedding. I mean, I really enjoyed it as, as the heartfelt, heartfelt, you know, oh, that's so sad episode. But it was just like last week's episode. It's a Yaz-centric episode. The other companions are in the back burner there's no alien threat there's no bad guy there's no bad guy here yeah those guys on the horses that were basically kicking people off the land at the end yeah they were the bad guys but they were there long enough to be justified as bad guys it was just a uh, i don't know i don't know what do you guys think about this episode i i, I was expecting to be more 
that it was Chris Chimnall free episode. I'm like, oh yeah, good. We're gonna finally get get some little more classic Doctor Who. Maybe some of these these people that go, hey, I've watched Doctor Who for the last X amount of years. But no, no, that's not exactly what we got. We we got we got another Chimnall episode. I think his hands are too deep in. It. He he did the first five episodes either in whole or in part. And he kind of said, here's how I want this show to go this year. I want to play it safe. I don't want any real bad people. We're going to keep it. We're going to keep it kind of PG ish here. We're not going to, you're not going to be like, oh my God, there's somebody bad. Yes, there is good. There's evil boys and girls. There's also gray in the middle. That's what I want for my doctor who please bring that back. Ah, ah, so that's, oh my God. I know this is just another ranting and complaining episode of doctor who. It's going to be another one that goes in the back burner that I'm like, uh, I totally don't remember this one. Uh, oh, yeah, the watch one. Yeah, I, I don't remember that now. But All right, I was looking at the overnight numbers for this one. Uh, 5.7 million viewers, 27.5% of the audience for the overnight uh, made it the third program on Sunday in the 11th overall for the week. Highest of the day was, well, surprise, surprise, boys and girls, Strictly Come Dancing, the results episode at 8.92 million. Well, Dynasties, a new David Net. David Attenborough show, so it must be some sort of documentary. Had 5.9 million. Oh, thank God it wasn't re- all reality that beat him. And BBC drama The Little Drummer Girl had 2.77 million. So, pff, not too bad. I mean, it's still solid in the ratings. I was not real competition for the week. Oh, we got official ratings for the uh, Suranga. That's how you say that. 7.76 million years, according to the broadcast, research, audience, board, or the barb, as we all love to know. Seven and a half million watched on regular TV. Uh, however, the four-screen dashboard shows that an initial 148,000 watched on their PC, 66,000 watched on a tablet, 53,000 watched on a smartphone. Makes these figures makes it the sixth most watched program for the week ending of the 20th of October. Of course, top for that week was surprise, surprise again, Strictly Come Dancing with 11.13 million. And Channel 4 took the second place with The Great British Bake Off, which is the dullest show I have ever seen. Watched it on PBS a couple weeks ago. Ugh. Oh, but we got an appreciation index on this one. Ooh, ow, 79. Kind of low there. Of course, scale 1 to 100 and how people like the show. Usually it stays in the low 80s, 79, a little low. It scored higher, of course, with female viewers because, of course, the Doctor and Yaw-centric episodes here. That's... All I got to say about that, another, another sad Doctor Who episode. Not giving up. I don't care. I've been a fan of the show for decades now. You take the good with the bad. This ep- this season's been consistent. There's never been really great episodes or really crappy episodes. It's just been in the middle. That's what I'm saying, and that's what I'm feeling. Share your opinions with me. Share your opinions with all of us here. Love to know what you think. Email sci-fi watcher sayproductions.com. That's sci-fi watcher at sayproductions.com or leave us a voicemail 774-327-2948. 774-32-say it. And of course, hey, if you want to subscribe to all our show, all the stuff we do in Sci-Fi Watcher, it's sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. And you can join us here live. We still got a few more weeks of Doctor Who live, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 p.m. UTC. And check us out for our full Sci-Fi Watcher episodes, which we record on Monday nights. Also at 8 p.m. right afterwards, head on over to sayproductions.com slash YouTube to take you right to our YouTube page so you can subscribe, get your reminders, get all that good stuff out there. I'm glad you guys could join us again this week. Uh, I hope you're enjoying Doctor Who. Whether you like it or not, I would still like to hear from you. 
Until next time, guys, have a good one.